We're back with some more college football action here for week 11. Got a nice card on slate here for Saturday, so let's jump right into it. Uh, first game we'll take a look at is Maryland taking on Penn State. Maryland comes into this game as the 34th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. Penn State is the 8th overall team for Maryland coming off of that loss to Wisconsin last week. And, you know, overall, it hasn't been a terrible season for Maryland. You know, a 6-3 and three record certainly isn't bad. Um, and, and, you know, they've had some decent performances, but this is a Penn State team that is just very, very good. Sean Clifford has looked very strong this season, passing for over 2,000 yards and and 16 touchdowns on the season. A lot of his success has come from a great wide receiver room led by Parker Washington, who has really just been a major, major contributor to this offense. Not to mention, Penn State does a pretty solid job running the ball as well. Nicholas Singleton leads the way with 679 yards and eight touchdowns on the season. And, you know, overall, it's a Penn State offense that just finds ways to move the ball and finds ways to score points, putting up 34.4 points per game. But that's not to say that the Maryland offense has been bad by any means. Talia Tungavaloa leads the way with over 2,000 yards himself, 14 touchdowns on the season, and he also does a really good job getting a lot of guys involved in this Maryland offense. Four receivers with over 300 yards receiving, not to mention Roman Hamby leads the way rushing the ball with 747 yards this season, seven touchdowns to go along with that. And, you know, offensively, they've been a good scoring team as well. Not quite as good as Penn State, but still putting up 31.4 points per game. But I think really what this game comes down to is going to be on the defensive side of things. I think Penn State has a pretty big advantage there holding their opponents to 21.1 points per game while Maryland giving up 24 points per game. And, you know, overall, Maryland is much better than I thought they would be this season. That's undoubtable coming into this matchup, but they struggled a little bit against those teams, you know, in the top of the Big Ten caliber this season. And for Penn State, this is a massive game for them. They've really impressed me this season. And at home, I think they get a nice win here. I'm taking Penn State minus 10 here against Maryland. Next up on the car, we got Iowa State taking on Oklahoma State. Iowa State comes into this game as the 28th overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Oklahoma State is the 19th overall team. And for Oklahoma State, a couple of bad losses to Kansas and Kansas State these last two weeks. Really looking to bounce back. And, you know, it looked like a good team, especially coming off of that Texas win. But um, obviously, still some problems with this team. But Iowa State, you know, coming off the win to West Virginia last week has had an up and down season for sure. Hunter Deckers has been a strong quarterback for Iowa State, though. 2,300 yards, 16 touchdowns on the year for him. Jamil Brook leads the way rushing the ball with 433 yards. And Xavier Hutchinson has been very, very strong for this Iowa state team 953 yards six touchdowns on the year for them a lot of their offensive success comes from up front they got a very strong offensive line um but they have struggled a little bit against these Big 12 teams this season, only putting up 22.7 points per game. Offensively for Oklahoma State, though, they should be back. Obviously, Spencer Sanders should return for this game. Looks like he'll get the start um, after missing the game last week, passing for 2,100 yards and 15 touchdowns on the year for him. Green and Presley have both been great in the wide receiver room. Both have over 500 yards receiving this season. Not to mention, Dominic Richardson has done a good job running the ball as well, 502 yards on the ground for him and overall it's an Oklahoma State offense that does a pretty good job scoring points putting up 36.6 points per game now granted the Oklahoma State defense could use a little bit of work after allowing 31.8 points per game isn't exactly the best number in the world especially when you're going up against an Iowa State team that has been fairly strong on the defensive side of things only giving up 16.3 points per game and you know if the Iowa State team is able to force some turnovers against Oklahoma State um, you know Oklahoma State might be in trouble in this game 
But I'm just not super sold with what Iowa State has shown me here in Big Ten play. Yes, to come off of that win against West Virginia, but Oklahoma State is a team that is desperate for a win, looking for any momentum um, to get this thing turned around and, and you know not finish with a, a bad you know losing streak at the end of the season in Big 12 play. I think they win this game at home. I think Iowa State struggles a little bit on the road. Taking Oklahoma State money line plus 106 here against Iowa State. Next, we head out west as Washington takes on Oregon. Washington comes into this game as the 37th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Oregon is the 10th overall team. And, you know, obviously, Oregon completely turned their season around after that week one loss to Georgia. Hardly even remember that that game happened at this point with really, you know, how Oregon has played this season. Bo Nix, in particular, has looked great. Had a solid, solid win against Colorado last week. He's passed for 2,500 yards this season, 22 touchdowns on top of that. Tony Franklin at wide receivers, a, you know, a large part of the success that he has had, 636 yards for him. Bucky Irving has also done a really good job running the ball for Oregon, 688 yards. And really when it comes to this Oregon offense and, and what we've seen the past eight games outside of that Georgia game, they've just done a great job moving the ball downfield, done a great job scoring points, putting up 520.6 yards per game that's absolutely crazy they've really just been a solid solid offense and you know for washington they haven't been a bad team either come off of that win against oregon state a week ago and this is obviously one of their biggest games left on the schedule um, going up against this oregon squad but michael Penix has also been a pretty strong quarterback this season 3200 yards on the season for him 23 touchdowns to go along with that you know one of the the, the best transfer pickups obviously you know bo nix was a great transfer pickup as well um, um, but Michael Penix has also looked very, very strong. Roma Deuce leads the way in the receiver room with 858 yards on the season, six touchdowns to go along with that. And, you know, while they may be a slight step behind the Oregon offense, they still do a tremendous job moving the ball downfield 495.6 yards per game is certainly nothing to complain about on the offensive side of things when it comes to defense they're also two fairly you know similar teams washington's actually you know just yardage wise is allowed a little bit less only giving up 370.2 yards per game oregon giving up 384.2 yards per game but you know when you look at how these two teams have played and, and in the games they've been in um it's hard to just you know match that up um game for game by any means but kalen dober from or at Washington now from Fresno State really has turned this team around this season he continues to succeed he continues to find ways to keep this Washington team in games um and I just think while Oregon has impressed me this season and I certainly think they're the better team this is just a very very big number I don't quite understand it yeah I get it going into Oregon is never going to be an easy spot um, especially for this you know Michael Penix Washington team um, but it just feels like a spread that is just blown way out of proportion I think Washington is able to keep this one close um, and I think they cover so I'm taking them plus 13 and a half here against Oregon now, before we get into our final games on Saturday, quickly, if you haven't already checked out hottipbets.com, head over there. We got computer model picks being posted every single day for college football, NFL, MLB. I guess the MLB season's over, but the NBA, um, NHL, horse racing, UFC. I probably missed a sport in there, but we got picks for everything. So make sure you head over there and check out all of those. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so you don't miss out on anything that's going up over there. Follow my personal account at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with everything that I'm doing, as well as on Best Tamp, where you can get early access to all of my picks the second that I record each episode. And last but definitely not least, for watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, make sure you drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Saturday. And let's get right into these final two games. 
Next up, we head to the ACC as North Carolina takes on Wake Forest. North Carolina comes into this game as the 22nd overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. Wake Forest is the 41st overall team. Um, and for North Carolina, it's been an interesting season, but a very impressive, you know, quietly impressive season for them. Held on to beat Virginia last week. And it's one of those teams that's just played in a lot of close games. And obviously, the Clemson loss showed us last week that the ACC is a little bit down, but North Carolina has certainly been competing. Wake Forest has had a little bit of struggles as well here as of late um, losses to nc state and louisville in their past two games but they did start the season out very very hot sam hartman leads the way with 2400 passing yards this season um, all around does a great job spreading the ball around to this offense at perry has led the way in the receiver room though with 711 yards this season elson and turner have also been impressive in the running back room um, and overall it's a wake forest offense that has been fairly strong this season putting up 36.9 points per game certainly nothing to, to turn your nose at there um, but North Carolina has also been very very impressive averaging 40.6 points per game and Drake Mays is, is stinkily having an outstanding season 2900 yards 31 touchdowns for him I mean I don't know that he's gonna be necessarily in Heisman contention but maybe a an invite to New York at the, at the absolute least I mean he's sneakily had a, a very very impressive stat line here if they go on to win the ACC, who knows what could happen there. But um, for Drake Mays, also rushing for 513 yards, four touchdowns on the year. Hampton has also been strong in the running back room with 358 yards, six touchdowns for him. And, um, you know, two receivers over 600 yards. Really, this offense just does a great job spreading the ball around. And, you know, we already know that they can certainly score some points. Their defense, on the other hand, has had some problems. And it's kind of what has, you know, made these games a lot closer for North Carolina this season, giving up 31 points per game. But the Wake Forest defense has hasn't been anything special either 27.3 points per game is what they're giving up and you know overall i liked wake forest at the beginning of the season i've kind of fallen off of them um a little bit and i'm kind of the opposite of north carolina wasn't a huge fan of them early but they've sneakily just found a way to stay in games find a way to keep winning and they've quietly put something together that is super super special for this team i think they're able to come into wake forest make some noise here i think they cover this three and a half here against wake forest TCU heads to Austin to take on Texas here in what is one of the biggest games on Saturday. TCU comes into this one as the sixth overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Texas is the seventh overall team. And, you know, obviously the, the seven and a half point spread, um, you know, just based off the AP poll or I guess the college football playoff poll now, um, maybe doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And to me personally, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I have TCU ranked at six. I have Texas ranked at seven. I think this is going to be a very, very close competitive game. I mean, it's a TCU team that is obviously nine and oh, this season has obviously had a great season. Yes, there, there are some question marks with that. They've certainly had some luck go their way. They've had a lot of quarterbacks get injured in teams they've played they do hold on to beat texas tech last week and um despite some of the quote-unquote luck this tcu team has had at some point it doesn't matter and you kind of just got to chalk it up to sunny dykes is having a heck of a start here for this horn frogs team but texas coming off of that win against kansas state really nothing went their way and they were still able to win that game they should have ran away with that game that one should not have been as close as it was but steve sarkeesian has really got things going here in his second season at texas Quinn Ewers has been a big part of that. Obviously missed a little bit of time, but 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns on the season for him. B. John Robinson, the best running back in the Big 12, 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns for him. And Xavier Worthy is one of the best wide receivers in the nation. 552 yards, nine touchdowns for him. Overall, it's just a Texas team and a Texas offense, especially, that is very, very talented. But 
TCU has also played very, very well. Max Duggan has had a strong, strong season, 2,400 yards, 24 touchdowns on the season for him. Does a great job spreading the ball around this team. Uh, Quentin Johnson leads the way in the wide receiver with 650 yards on the season. And offensively, it's a TCU team that just does an excellent job moving the ball downfield. 508.7 yards per game for them. And, you know, when it comes to the defensive side of things, Texas certainly has a slight advantage, but I don't think it's that big. You know, um, TCU has held their opponents to 396.6 yards per game. Texas given up 381.7 yards per game. And, you know, overall, I'm just a little bit baffled by this spread. You know, throw the college football playoff <laughs> rankings out the window. Throw the eight people out the window. Um, obviously, the, the public is, is going to be leaning towards TCU, I would have to assume, um, in this game. But overall, this spread should just not be nearly as big as it is. I get it. Texas is a good team. They, they've looked very, very impressive, especially when they've been at full strength. Um, but I just struggle to find a way that they're able to win this game by a touchdown. I think TCU stays competitive. I really like what Sunny Dykes has built, and I think they cover this game with relative ease. Taking them plus seven and a half here against Texas.